welcome to Down to Earth Convos Down Under, episode 16. In this episode, Ali and I talk the secret, the power of positive thinking, and the idea that what you think about, you bring about. Hey Brad, looks like you've got a nice spot there for today's session, today's combo. Thank you, Ali. Yes, it's Durian Bay. It's about uh, two hours north of Perth and it's absolutely gorgeous. Nice. I can see a little bit of a light breeze there. So yeah, hopefully it's uh, not coming through too badly on the microphone. That sounds good so far. Excellent. So yes. what are we going to talk about today? So today I want to talk about The Secret and everything involved in that. So The Secret is a Netflix, I'd call it a mini documentary of sorts. Um, and the idea, the whole point, is predicated on the idea of what you think about, you bring about. And I was watching it and the whole time I was like, this is just Ali condensed down into like a movie format. And then when John Martini showed up through it, it was just like, this is just Ali, all Ali. <laughs> if Ali was distilled into a movie, this would be it. Um, oh, classic. Oh, that brings a, a laugh to me, a smile to my face. And yeah, you you really did nail it with uh, Dr. John D. Martini features in that movie and the book, The Secret. And I, because I know and trust John, I must really uh, acknowledge, and I'm so grateful to have discovered Dr. John D. Martini's work approximately 11 years ago because I trusted him. It opened my whole mind, my whole world to understand the secret, which is along those lines, what you think about, you bring about, you are what you think about all day long, which is a yeah. quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson. I've also heard Ray Kroc, the founder of McDonald's, quote that as well. And, yeah, Napoleon Hill is someone that, uh, that once I discovered this secret, it led me on to many, many people sharing this knowledge and this is a very famous book and I had to bring it to the table here today Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill and this is a must read I think this is rated one of the top three maybe the top one personal development books I highly recommend our listeners read this and encourage your kids to read it too it's an easy read he shares stories and pretty much I might just give you a little bit of an insight that Napoleon Hill was engaged by Andrew Carnegie all those years back in the 1930s uh, to, to study what the richest men that my, my discovery is from this book, the richest men had in common. And the secret was, is what they thought about, they brought about. You are what you think about most of the time. So grab this book, anyone. It's um, a must read and it's on Audible as well. So you've got no excuse to not read this book. Yeah, perfect. So Getting back to the secret a little bit, it seems like what you think about, you bring about. So if you live in fear of bad things happening, then in a sense, you're attracting them because uh, the way that they phrase it, the universe doesn't distinguish between positive thoughts and negative thoughts. It's just if you're thinking the same things over and over, whether they're aligned with positivity, growth, you know, bringing about wealth and all that sort of thing. Uh, positive relationships or bad things happening to you, bad thing, things going wrong in your life, um, you're in a sense attracting those. And that doesn't mean that, you know, if you get cancer or something goes wrong in your life, you've attracted that necessarily. But there's just a, a correlation, I would say, that, um, that what you think about, you bring about. And so 
that doesn't mean that every, like I said, every bad thing that goes, that occurs in your life is the universe, you know, knocking you back a peg because I believe that the universe gives you tests that it knows that you can pass. So uh, two days ago, I went for a hike. I thought, um, was, I saw it was 28 kilometers and it said uh, limited water availability along the track. So I thought worst case, uh, at the very end of the track, you know, there'll be, there's a river, so I'll be able to drink out of that. Um, turns out there was no water along the track. And then when I got to the very end, uh, I knelt down to, to drink at the watering hole with the swans and seagulls and it's salt water. So I spat it out and took the, uh, the sad 14 kilometer journey back to civilization to get some water. But, uh, you know, it wasn't too bad. It was, it was definitely a growth journey and growth moment. But it's like the universe gives you tests that it knows that you're able to handle. And I was able to handle that. Um, the last three nights I've spent at the same slightly dodgy rest stop. And instead of kind of hoping that nothing went wrong and no one came to steal anything, I instead thought about well, the things that I want to go right. And so the first night I met some friendly German tourists, uh, my solar power went out. I asked them for help. They didn't know how to, to deal with it, but thankfully Joe, my best mate who hooked it up, knew exactly what to do. I just needed to pop the fuse back in. Um, but yeah, no, that went well, had a great conversation with them. That was fantastic. Uh, the second night I met some friendly Aussie tourists um, just in this area, actually. Um, I was gonna try and camp out in Durian Bay but they told me that the authorities come around late at night and you know grab your details and issue fines rather than just moving you on in this particular area. So we went out to the rest stop. And last night I went out there and it was some friendly older Australians. Uh, didn't spend too much time talking to them, but met their dog. But you know, I was focused on the positives. So I thought about good things happening and Perhaps I manifested that. Perhaps it was just coincidence. Doesn't really matter at the end of the day, it was a positive outcome. But I think also part of it too is just about, you know, not doing silly things and tempting fate. So I'm out in the middle of the nowhere, in the middle of the bush. The road's 110 kilometers an hour, but dawn and dusk, kangaroos are about. I don't want to do 110 kilometers an hour on roads that I know and I've seen kangaroos bouncing along frequently. I'm happy to sit if it's nighttime, 60 to 70. And if it's daytime, you know, 80, 90, um, depending on, you know, my vision and what I can see. But yeah, I think you can think all the positive thoughts in the world. If you're doing silly things, you're, um, you're not going to manifest positivity necessarily. You're going to attract bad things. So it's about the actions that you take as well. And that was a very interesting learning the day after I watched The Secret, I saw a really, a really good tweet from Dr. Ralph Napolitano. He said, is the law of attraction real? Yes, but only if you understand that the last six words of attraction are action. And so you're going to manifest bugger all if you sit around all day daydreaming is the, is the point of that. Any Absolutely. thoughts come to mind, Ali? Oh, lots. And I had to just jot down a few so that it makes sure. Thanks for sharing that story. There's some really good golden, there's some wisdom there. So just in reply to the last quote that you said, 
I remember like John D. Martini, Dr. John D. Martini, who features in The Secret. I've heard him say in a live seminar that they left one word, one thing out of the secret, and that was work. You can sit down on that couch all day long manifesting and creating and keeping that awesome vibration and managing your thoughts, but it's the action. You need to take action. So that's a reply, a response to that one. That is definitely sure. I think if they redid the secret, they need to add that back in because life rewards action. Is that correct? Oh, you hear me say that all the time. That is correct. And they did share one story of one lady who um, she asked the universe for an idea and promised that she wouldn't waste it and she would work hard once she had the idea. She was just after the idea from the universe. So that they kind of tangentially touched on it, but yeah, if they if they'd focused a little bit more explicitly on work, that would have been really uh, just taking it to the next level. I think that's great. I just when you just talked about that, asking the universe for a thought, an idea. It all starts with a thought, an idea, a dream, a vision. I believe. I remember an interview, a really inspiring interview with Oprah Winfrey and J.K. Rowling, the author of Harry Potter, which. Uh, One of my kids absolutely loves and has read those books multiple times and seen all the movies. I'm admitting I haven't seen it. It's just not my thing. But I remember JK JK Rowling saying that she was on a train, I believe, going to London or something like that. And that's when the thought came to her about Harry Potter and the wand and the whole series. And look at that for an example of someone fulfilling the universe's request for an idea. And wow, that's just what a master she has she is of implementing so it's the execution it's the implementation of ideas to bring them into reality and we need to do the work I believe getting back to one of your thoughts before was I think the universe is giving us feedback feedback to bring us into alignment of what we're here to do you know and when you're doing I I believe that it's energy it's all about energy right so when we if it starts with a thought and then it becomes a feeling and an emotion and we, my understanding or how I, I want to say this in the easiest way I know how, because there's, there's people like say Dr. Bruce Lipton, if our listeners wanted to look him up, he does some really great videos on it and he explains all about the subconscious mind and our subconscious mind, I believe from my studying from uh, John Asaroff, who was featured in the secret as well, that the subconscious mind, 95% of our reality is determined by our subconscious mind. And that's very, very powerful. And I've learned this from Dr. John D. Martini, Dr. Wayne Dyer, Tony Robbins. There's endless, endless information and videos and content on this subject. And I yeah, encourage people to discover it because I guess why I believe it's I believe it to be true is because I have the privilege of being my age that I am now. And only I know what I have been thinking about for all these years. And I believe it to be true. What you think about, you bring about. I remember a conversation that I had with my brother. He said, oh, it's okay for you, Ellie. You're this and you're that. You know, I'm not going to talk myself up. And my reply to my brother was, yeah, and I've created it by by my thoughts, feelings, and emotions. So understanding this work is really a secret and it's very powerful because we get to choose our perceptions, our thoughts, and then our thoughts become, then we make a decision and then we we make an action and then that becomes your destiny. 
So I've heard Dr. John D. Martini and Tony Robbins say that. So again, it's thought, perception. You know, you can run a story in your head. And if that story is not working for you, if you want something in your life to change, change the thought. Change the thought, you change your life. That is a book that's written by Dr. Wayne Dyer. So there's just so much amazing content out there. Never underestimate the power of your own mind. We've all been gifted with the power of our own mind. And again, Napoleon Hill, he quotes that. That's a quote directly from Napoleon's book. So use it wisely. Yeah, and Wayne Dyer was also uh, featured in The Secret. A few quotes from him popped up. True, yeah. I should have uh, watched that movie, but it's nice to know that it's on Netflix. I remember when I watched it 10 years ago, it was on a disc and my house cleaner loaned it to me and I couldn't find it to return it. So I'm glad that she's, I'm glad we've got it on Netflix. It's a good one. What else is coming up for you? Another thing that came up is vision boards. So we've, you and I have worked on vision boards before and it's something I've done, but, um, within a week or two, I never opened it again. So my question is, what is the proper way to to use a vision board? So I get that creating it is all the things that you want in your present future. So maybe it is the type of house you want to live in, the type of relationship that you want, the type of business and life success that you want to have, uh, someone that you want to meet, anything like that. Um, so I get the creation process, but once it's actually created, is that something that I think the answer is yes, but is that something that you need to look at every day and spend a moment with every day? Uh, is there other, other actions that you can take to, you know, tap into it and make sure it doesn't become something that's forgotten? Absolutely. So I know that John Asaraf, he speaks about the vision boards in the secret from memory. Look at that. It was just such an a memorable story that John Asaraf shared because he spoke about this vision that he had five years prior, if I'm correct, if I retain the story well. And then when he was moving into this new home, I think it was California, some fancy home, his young son opened a box and in the box he pulled out a photo of the exact house that he had on his vision board that he had created. And that's that was very... That was empowering because that is a story that you know this stuff really works. So for vision boards, I my understanding is that the brain learns in pictures and our brain doesn't know the difference between real, have and have not. So this is the power that you can train your subconscious mind, which is through rapid transformational therapy, which is the lovely Jane Hall that we've interviewed a few months back. This is the power of the subconscious mind. Now, it doesn't work if you're not practicing it. Like, as we said, again, life rewards action. To have a vision board, so two out of my three kids have vision boards and I have them myself, you need to be able to see them. So they say, the, and I've learned this from Dr. Wayne Dyer, the powerful creation, the manifestation, the powerful moments are falling into a sleep and coming out of a sleep. So I've heard many of our philosophers and successful people from history is that to have a pen and paper near your bedside so that when you go in and out of a sleep you can write down those it's like tapping into your higher self my understanding it so it's like a really spiritual conversation we're having now Uh, so with vision boards they recommend to to put them where you it's the last thing you see at night and it's the first thing you see in the morning 
because you want to go to bed on gratitude, like being grateful for the things that you have, not the things that you have not, because what you think about, you will attract that into your life. So we need to focus on the things that we want. And it's, it's a, it's a universal law of balance. So we can't be positive all the time. I've had that seriously. Um, I've, I a hundred percent understand that from Dr. John D. Martini. It's a, it's a universal law of balance. It's uh, delusional to think that we need that we're positive all the time and if we weren't negative we wouldn't know what positive was so to understand that that it's um a real world we live in we're not living in a delusion of being positive all the time it's it's impossible so having those vision boards i like to uh would suggest that you have them aligned and congruent with what you really want like try not to live your life through someone else and i think that we're guilty of that so congruency Another thing that John's taught us, uh, there's SMART goals, you know, those SMART goals, which is the specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, timely goals. So when you're doing a vision board, keeping in mind that the brain's learning in pictures, so to put on your vision board, the short-term, medium-term, long-term goals that are aligned with and congruent with who you are and what you really do want to achieve. What do you want to achieve? What experiences do you want? Who do you want to meet? Where do you want to travel? places you want to go and it is true I've seen it with my own kids vision boards do work if you if you really focus and understand that it's easier said than done like the secret that movie the power of the mind it might sound easy but it actually takes work to refocus your thoughts so where your focus goes where where energy where your focus goes energy will flow so that's how the vision boards work because you can bring your your dreams and your vision into reality if you uh, if it is in your forefront of your mind, your executive center, as they say. So therefore, you know, the thoughts, those lovely downloads that you get from tapping into your higher self, you will meet the right people. You'll attract the people into your life that need you, to, that you need to help you move forward on your vision of what you want to achieve, what you really want to achieve. So please don't be illusional. Don't you know, I don't want to disillusion everyone. You need to focus your attention and find out what it is that you really want. It does start with that. What do you really want in life? So, and then, yeah, you can create your vision boards and they're a live doc, a live document that you can change and move around. Does that all make sense? That makes sense. So putting it in a prominent place to see morning and evening um, and other times throughout the day, potentially, but especially those times. And, you know, doing the work to reorient. So the universe is testing you with some difficult things. It's just reorienting that towards the positive. So that brings up a thought. So about two months ago, I'd say I called, we had a call. I was uh, not doing so well. I was just focusing on negative thoughts and we had a conversation. And I can honestly say since then, I've had very few moments of negative thoughts and I've been able to keep those completely at bay. Uh, so that's that's gone very well. but that's the certain type of negative thoughts. So what I talked to you about was I'd call it the subset of like uh, maybe depression and not feeling like particularly valuable and that sort of thing. But I've noticed until I watched The Secret, I was getting frustrated and angry at tech issues. I've always been frustrated and gotten angry at tech issues. Who uh, isn't? <laughs> and, you know, that's causing me to lose my frame, to hand my frame over to something else that's letting that control my energy my emotions my mood and that's not a very enlightened way of living it's 
it's kind of like how toddlers behave to to get frustrated by things and i know everybody gets frustrated now and then but that's not in order of um you know living with your your higher self so that's something that i've kind of had a breakthrough on that negative thoughts and negativity isn't just about you know feeling depressed and things on that nature but it's also you know anger it's and in the secret it had a really good breakdown of you know all the positive emotions and all the negative emotions um but yeah i think bearing that in mind that just because you're not feeling down in a sense doesn't mean that you're positive it's it's definitely a positive to not be feeling down uh often um but there's other negative thoughts that ideally you want to try and keep at bay as well so uh, like you say balancing up to to get to a point of equilibrium if you can't get to necessarily yeah. the positives um that's definitely definitely worthwhile so what would you say and i know you don't need to convince anyone who doesn't want to be convinced but i remember yeah. and i think it might have been rove live back when i was like 11 or 12 years old or something like that and they would just I think it was the exact same thing out of the secret now that you tell me that that's 10 years old at least because I thought it must have been new but um they were making a mockery of that ask believe receive thing about how how stupid you'd have to be to believe that you can just ask the universe for things and it hands them to you which is isn't taking in good faith what what is actually being said because it's ask believe receive and do the work at the end of the day um but what would you say to someone who's kind of on the fence perhaps about what we're talking about about the power of positive thinking and about the power of what you think about you bring about okay yeah well firstly i was listening intently to your to what you just spoke about then and i do believe and it's a real tricky one i try to really work it out because when i look at just you look at your own life because no one knows you i believe no one knows you better than you know yourself so when you have a reflection of your energy, your vibration over your lifetime, you can see what you've attracted into your own life and you know what you've thought about and you know how you are with people, you know, that sort of thing. And what I've learned again from Dr. John Martini that we're actually trying to bring ourselves into balance because we, if we're elated, something will happen to bring us back down to balance. And if we're depressed, we need something to bring us up. So to be poised, present and purposeful, I believe this is what I'm searching for, but I'm very conscious of my energy and my intention. Like these are words that, that I, I want to share with people today in this conversation. You know, you set your intention for the day. You set your intention. I'm going to have a great day. This, people speak out loud to themselves. My mother-in-law has been talking about this for years. She actually says she's only 29. And I used to sort of roll my eyes a little bit back when I was in my early 20s and thought, oh, yeah, whatever. But I actually understand how she thinks. And she thinks youth and longevity and energy and sporty. And she trains her brain and her mind by her internal dialogue, which we all do. We have internal dialogue. And then you voice it to the universe as well. So talking about language, language is most important. So if I'm looking out to my nursery, and I know I've done this um, over the years when we have torrential rain here in Queensland and my our beautiful nursery just gets too much water. And so I learned this from the secret. It's not like you look out to God, the universe and say, please stop raining. 
because the universe doesn't understand the negative. So it's reframing, re-languaging it to, oh, please send me some sun. You know what I mean? So it's like if my kids are going out and they're driving, I'd say, take care, drive carefully, look after yourself, see the languaging. So I've been very conscious of this, particularly after I've discovered the secret and the languaging. And I think it makes a lot of sense. So, you know, raising teenagers, it's a stressful time, for example. And if I was trying to read a book and, you know, my kids were out, you know, when they're only young or they're driving, I just really try to refocus. Actually, I have got a couple of stories. I've got one that's very, um, is it okay if I share about uh, the the beautiful 26-year-old that's just gone missing off Moreton Bay? It's a very uh, current story. And uh, it's a very close family friend of ours who who are out searching for their young, for their son and their brother, you know, it's their brother. And the older brother, his name's Shannon, he is on the news just sending, talking about energy and vibration and hope and positivity that they'll that they'll find his brother and that, um, you know, there's been these stories in the past that people have found after a week. And I just find that very inspiring how this young man has spoken to national TV about asking everyone to rally up and it's about energy and positivity and holding hope and love. And the whole community, I have seriously got goosebumps from head to toe about how a community and all the help that's coming, the support from strangers are, don't, uh, are bringing their helicopters, search parties, jet skis, boats. Now, this is an example of a, a beautiful story, how you need to give it your, your best and the power of positivity. I believe in miracles as well. And I, I know a story that will remain with me for my whole life when I watched a series on miracles and this young lady was caught in a storm, a snowstorm, and her car had broken down so she would have been frozen to death. So she she decided to leave her car and she was found just with the faint heartbeat at someone's doorstep in the snow, stone cold dead almost. And back in the day there was no internet So they brought her in the home and they just got on the phone and they rang their whole community in town. And it was like the power of prayer, whether it's God, the universe, whoever people believe in. So this stuff really works. And when people post their post stories on the news, they're asking for prayer or universe and positive thoughts and hope and love. And I'm really a big fan of this. And I I just thought I might just share that story. And so we're hoping and praying that uh, they're going to find this young man, 26-year-old man, Trent. And uh, yeah, it's a really inspiring news article where they actually teamed around, rallied around with the brother and all the mates and did the full Yahoo because it was about energy, energy and vibration and all that sort of thing. Well, I hope for a positive outcome on that, but yeah, it's a great story of a uh, positive mindset for sure. Yeah, mindset, absolutely. And I would say to people who are skeptical, perhaps, think about the grumpy people that you know in their life and think about the happier people that you know in your life. How does their quality of life and uh, what they have, how are they they different because I can think of all the grumpy people I know they're they're not doing so well and a lot of the happier people are doing pretty well and that doesn't mean that they're you know rich and famous and you know thriving to the to the absolute heights of human success and achievement but they're 
they've got enough or more than enough even they've got you know a, a, a way better life going on than the people that are constantly miserable and bitching about things all the time and i don't think that's a coincidence yeah that's exactly right that i just a story that just i remembered was when i took my young son sam to bali many years ago he was 14 at the time and for those who've been to bali or underdeveloped countries they live quite primitively compared to us westerners like we're living a very wealthy life when you consider how the rest of the world are living and these particular oh, <laughs> i was you know bumper to bumper traffic we looked out and there was Oh, it, it sounds like a bizarre story, but this young mum was with a little toddler and the little toddler was going to the toilet in the street and she was smiling at, at Sammy and I in a car stuck in traffic. And the next thing you know, we had a knock on the window and this beautiful guy with this big, amazing smile, missing teeth. He was trying to sell me a newspaper, which was yesterday's news. And I looked at Sam and I just, you know, I had to buy it. Like it's not a it's just, you know, generously giving, you know, buying the newspaper that I didn't need, but it was all about sort of like a donation in a way. Yep. And then people living under sheds, in under tin roofs, sleeping on the dirt, and they have smiles on their faces. And this is vibrational. This yes. is like, yeah, it's got nothing to do with money and how much you have. Well, it's, yeah, it's focusing on the things that you have. But I, I said this message to my son and my kids that have traveled to underdeveloped countries where we've looked at families living under a shed with, you know, with ducks and things. And we look and we consider that we to be grateful and they're smiling. And I think there's a nice message in that. But uh, yeah, so that's a, a wonderful, yeah, just a, just a story that it's, so for negative, for people who are negative, I believe that they can become into a negative spiral because if they focus on the things that aren't going well for them, they really will attract that. And they do this with my understanding by their vibration. It's about energy. So I'm not claiming to have studied physics and quantum physics and all that sort of thing. I just understand the basics, which I believe to be true. And, you know, that's why, if you're around people, if you've got high energy and you're, you've got a, you know, it could be gratitude just basically and happiness and, and empathy. There's lots of different emotions that, you know, that send out a vibration. So my understanding is the power of our mind sends out a vibration that's matched by a like-minded vibration. So that's my understanding of it. So it's okay to be angry and sad and frustrated. That's, that's what we we have to do that. But you can change your state of mind, as Tony Robbins says, in a heartbeat. If you've ever been to a Tony Robbins seminar, Unlock the Power Within, your hand gets so sore from punching it because he explains to us how we can prime ourselves and we can change our state of mind, which is changing our thoughts, and then that becomes feelings and emotions, which is a, which is a vibration. So I remind my kids that you can change your state of mind in a heartbeat. You can wallow in sorrow and pity and be, and be the victim or you, and you can be that for a little while, but it's important to brush it off and find strategies how you can change your state of mind. And we will be interviewing um, in the next week or so the lovely Damien Doc Murdoch who will be talking about the, his five five finger formula and that will be going to be helping our viewers so for anyone listening today let's go into that with doc 
in a couple of weeks' time. I'm really looking forward to that. And he will teach us about how to change your state of mind. Excellent. Well, I'm looking forward to that too. And, you know, what you mentioned there about seeing other people in uh, situations that would constitute borderline, if not outright poverty. Like I remember in the South Pacific Islands, like Umea and so on, we took a trip through the villages. And like you said, they were so happy and they're living in literal huts, um, shanty uh, sheds with like scrap tin and sleeping on the ground. And they're happier than like probably 90% of people in Western countries. And it's like, what's going on there? Well, clearly uh, it's about their mindset and about their attitude. And they're not, they're not weighed down with a lot of uh, bullshit that culturally I think is, is put on us. And, you know, it's up to us to filter that out as best we can. And I think that's my, my key takeaway. You choose your thoughts, you're responsible for your mood and your attitude and your energy, because like you say, you can choose to, to balance up and to, to get positive in almost any situation. There's, unless it's like a catastrophe or multiple catastrophes hitting at once, say you get cancer, uh, one or two people close to you die, you become homeless and yeah. you lose your job. That is where I watched a Jordan Peterson talk about this last night, actually. He said, this is where mental illness comes from. It's like a balloon. You keep blowing it up and it will crack. It will uh, break at its weakest point. If you have four or five catastrophes hit at once, no humans equipped to deal with that. And, you know, some do make it out relatively unscathed because, uh, lot of factors that i'm not sure we have a lot of insight into but this would be part of it you know remaining positive but when you have so many bad things happening at once then you're you're going to crack at your weakest point and you know that's just an unfortunate reality um but you know that that is rare that you have you know so many catastrophes like that hitting at once yeah well i my my understanding is like even taking the word positive because out of the equation, it's just looking for the other side to bring it into balance because there's always two sides. It's about perspective, perception. So you're looking for the hidden blessings. You're looking for the lessons in whatever is happening to you, to your children, what have you, is there are hidden blessings and lessons. And some people call it feedback from the universe. So I, I, I you know, I, you believe in the, the higher being, you know, the higher intelligence, God, the universe or what have you, is that uh, there's always learnings and that the universe won't deliver anything that we cannot get through. But, yeah, it's, um, there's some very tough times. So hidden blessings and lessons is just what I wanted to remind people of and looking for, the, looking for those blessings and lessons so you can bring yourself back into a balanced perspective. And it's not easy. But it it's, is not easy. You know, but- it's, it's continual practice, you know. Take something as, as devastating as like cancer or multiple loved ones dying. The, the that might seem like there is no um, there's no other side to that because it's really friggin' hard to see another side to that. But what if you're experiencing that so that you can help someone later on in your life down the track who's going through something similar? There's always mm-hmm. going to be that potential positive um, in any negative situation. Yeah. In response to that, I would, I would say that life is always happening for us. Life has always got some 
hidden blessing and it's although it's very difficult and and hard to understand it at the time when people are going through you know very serious things and loss and grief and all that it's um extremely difficult but I would say that what's helped me is the belief um you know believing in spirituality and knowing that you know our loved ones that pass and all that uh they're in a, I believe they're in a really lovely place it's just those that are left down here on planet earth that are going to need love and support from others. And there are many people that go through sadness, loss and grief and know that, um, you know, the power, I, you know, I believe that we're spiritual beings having a human being experience and we're all here. I, I believe we're all part of the one that we're all connected and that just shows you, I mean, I love it that you can see a sad story. I don't love seeing a sad story. Don't get me wrong. When I see a story like them looking for Trent, Riley, um, in this big, in this, I mean, massive area, and there's strangers that don't even know him. That's a just proof that we are all connected, you know, through love and connection. We're all part of the one. And if you can feel someone else's sadness when you don't even know that person or they're from the other side of the planet, that's, you know, that's where I get that's that faith and belief and spirituality that I think's, um, I think that's just the number one thing that you would focus on um, getting some some help with dealing with those things those yeah, types definitely. of things well that's all the time that we have for today thanks ali it's been a good conversation be sure to like share subscribe and if you've got a question maybe related to this topic maybe completely different be sure to put that in the comments because that might make a future podcast for us bye for now great thanks bye for now